the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 17 He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he pay him again. Here is outstanding investment advice. Where else can you find a risk-free rate of return that pays guaranteed dividends not only in this life but also in eternity? History's richest king, Solomon, tells you about a fully secure investment that yields a wide variety of profits perpetually in this proverb. Helping the poor financially is like making a loan to the Lord Jehovah. The metaphor is powerful. The true God is a great credit risk. He will repay for sure, and he will include interest and blessings with it. You can never lose giving to the Lord. He represents the poor because he has made them and he protects them. Financial success is not hard. Give to the truly poor, and God will repay your kindness with liberal blessings. Economic prosperity was never so easy. Almighty God will send prosperity down on you. If you scatter money cheerfully, He will compensate you well. If you hold back, poverty is coming for sure. Of course, the world and your fleshly mind, which are hateful and selfish by nature, do not believe this simple rule. But this proverb is a God-ordained law. You should believe it, and you should trust it like you do gravity and other natural laws. The business programs at Harvard, Stanford, and the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania are jokes in comparison to Solomon's wisdom taught here. Knowledge of his proverbs is superior to the silly little MBAs and their economic degrees that they get from these schools. Not only are those schools ignorant of Solomon's wisdom, but it is even illegal for those Bible haters to teach his wisdom. There is little difference between the rich and the poor, for God has made them both. The fact that one man has more than another man is God's choice, not personal superiority or greater effort. The rich should never mock the poor or gloat over them. It is the solemn duty and privilege of all men to kindly consider the poor. You should start with your own heart. Do you truly pity the truly poor? Considering and helping the poor is so important to God that he attached blessings and punishments to such charity. Giving to the poor will bring financial blessings to the giver. Being stingy with the poor will bring financial judgment on those selfish wretches. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. This is the wisdom of God and of King Solomon for your success and prosperity. Who are the poor and where are they? How do you find them? They are not on television programs from socialist do-gooders rejecting God or his truth. This includes those so-called prosperity gospel heretics or false teachers posing as Christians. They often use pictures of bloated and starving babies simply to increase their cash flow to siphon off for their carnal ministries. 
nations perpetuating poverty by ignorance, by superstition, slothfulness, or tradition are not objects of godly charity. There is no example in all the Bible of giving to such nations or the people in them. The poor are orphans and widows, or others suffering under similar acts of God, which he puts in your path. The good Samaritan did not go to the slums looking for wounded Jews, but he was eager and ready to help a poor Jew that he found on his way in his ordinary course of business. It was God's providence that put the man there for him to find. The Bible sets the order for charity very clearly. Your family is first, then your church, then churches of like precious faith, and then God's providence of putting individual cases in your path in your ordinary course of business. The poor do not include foolish or lazy men unless they repent and do all they can for themselves. Foolish or lazy men should starve, as it is the best teaching device and appropriate justice for their slothfulness. Wise and diligent men are not obligated by God or the Bible to provide a general insurance fund for foolish or slothful men. Let sluggards or wasters learn wisdom and diligence God's way. His welfare system is perfect. What should you give to the poor? Food, clothing, and shelter, or things closely connected to these basic necessities. Luxuries or pleasures are not the nature of true charity. Considering the poor is seeing their needs, not their foolish desires. Toys for Christmas is not true charity. Neither is the Bible communistic. The more gifted and diligent should enjoy more. They are not obligated by the Bible to give away all or most of what they have until they themselves are poor. In the churches of Jesus Christ, the giving is to be overseen by bishops and deacons, lest the undeserving receive charity and the deserving be overlooked. The money of the early church was laid at the apostles' feet for them to make the distribution. When the task became too great and too much of a distraction for them, they ordained deacons to do the job. Only cheerful giving works. If you give begrudgingly, you lose twice. You lose the money you give, and you lose the promised blessings. You are a loser twice over. You brought nothing into this world, and you will take nothing out. You have been blessed, so why is your soul so stingy about giving to the poor? Choose instead to have a generous mentality that loves to give, and God will bless you for it. Only a faithless fool says, I cannot afford to give. The truth is, he cannot afford not to give. He is poor because of his stinginess. If he loosened his purse, he would be blessed financially. But of course, unbelievers or the faithless cannot grasp this simple and certain lesson. The faithful man believes the promise and takes advantage of it with cheer and thanksgiving. God does not miss a single dime you ever give or any minute that you ever donate to the poor. He will repay. And he does not miss a single dime you withhold 
or a minute you keep for yourself when you could have helped the poor. He repays that as well. God will take the little that a selfish and stingy man has and give it to the rich man who liberally gives to the poor. Amen. Giving to the poor is an endowment fund for your family. Consider it that way. Psalm 112 describes the man that truly fears the Lord and it describes God's blessings upon him. This man is gracious. He is full of compassion. He shows favor. He lends, disperses, and gives to the poor. God blesses his children with greatness, adds wealth and riches to the man's estate, gives him light for wise and happy living, remembers his righteousness forever, and defeats his enemies after humiliating them. What a blessed life! Wise men with faith rejoice to give to the poor. They know that charity is the greatest grace and mark of Christianity. They know one purpose and goal for hard work is to have more to give. They know charity is a more excellent way of serving Jesus Christ than being an apostle. Consider it. Almighty God will repay every gift you give to the poor. He will repay the principal. You will never be short. He will repay with interest. You will have more than if you had not given. He will also repay with many other blessings. And he will repay every dime in the day of judgment, even when you forget in the heat of that solemn event about your giving. If you still have a hard time giving, consider the glorious benefactor of his children, the Lord Jesus Christ. For their desperate and starving condition, in the poverty of sin and condemnation, he became poor so they might be made rich. Do you understand this glorious message of the gospel? Is Jesus the Son of God? Then follow him. What blackness of heart or mind would cause any believer to hold back from freely giving?